Mrs. O'Hara scoffed. No, I'm staying right here, Nancy said. How you figure that? Her mother asked in amazement. She won't throw me out. You'll see, Nancy replied smugly. Stupid, stupid cow, Mrs. O'Hara lamented. Didn't you hear a word she said? I heard every word, but she didn't hear any from me. She will, though, and then you'll see. Now, I'm tired. You can go along home, Mommy, so I can get some rest. Who's going to look out for you if I leave? Mrs. O'Hara asked in disgust. Nobody here's got any love for you. Maria will look after me, won't you, Maria? Nancy seemed to take great delight in the prospect of having her sister-in-law waiting on her, although Sarah couldn't imagine Maria would treat her very kindly. Yes, Maria confirmed mildly. I will take good care of her and the baby. Tomorrow, you come back when she's feeling better and the baby is awake. And be sure and tell Bridget I had my baby and that he's a boy, Nancy said. Go to her flat and leave her a note so she'll see it as soon as she gets home. I want her to tell all my friends. Don't forget. Mrs. O'Hara nodded absently. She didn't look happy, but she didn't argue about leaving. Sarah was sure she found the prospect of spending any more time in the Rocco house thoroughly distasteful. She walked over to get a last look at the baby. Sure looks like a little dago, don't he? She remarked. No one replied. Mrs. O'Hara sighed. I'll be back to see you tomorrow, girl. If you know what's good for you, you'll keep your mouth shut and not make things any worse. I wouldn't put it past this bunch to slit your throat for you. Nancy just smiled serenely as she watched her mother walk away. Sarah slept poorly that night. She kept thinking about the innocent little baby and wondering what would become of him. Obviously, Nancy couldn't hope for help from the baby's real father, or she would never have seduced Antonio into marrying her in the first place. She wasn't the first girl to have done such a thing, and she might even have gotten away with it if her baby had been small or sickly, or even if she'd married a man with no mother to catch her out and expose her lie. But she hadn't, and now she was going to have to suffer for failing to plan more carefully. Finally giving up on sleep, she got out of bed before dawn and made herself some breakfast. Maeve and Aggie were still sleeping soundly. Sarah decided she'd make her usual follow-up visit to the new mother first thing, and then be back in time to enjoy the whole morning with the girls. Hunched against the morning chill, Sarah made her way over to Little Italy. In earlier times, she would have taken a handsome cab, but now she had to economize to provide for her new family— Even at this early hour, the streets and sidewalks were alive with traffic as people went to work or to shop. Housewives bartered with pushcart vendors over the price of their wares while draymen shouted at their horses as they fought their way through the crowded streets to deliver their loads. Mama's restaurant wasn't open yet, but the family would already be up and about, shopping for fresh vegetables at the market and making the noodles and sauce they would serve later. Sarah hoped Nancy and the baby had rested better than she had and she wondered how long she could delay Nancy's departure from the Rocco's home. The front door of the restaurant was locked, so Sarah knocked. She could hear movement inside, and soon Lorenzo, the middle brother, opened the door. He held a broom in one hand, and for a moment, he didn't recognize her. "'I'm here to see Nancy and the baby,' Sarah said, knowing he wouldn't be happy at the reminder of the family crisis. "'Oh, yes, please, come in,' he said, stepping aside." He wasn't quite as appealing as his brother, she noticed. Joe had the winning smile and charming manner. Antonio was boyish and sweet. 
This brother was too mature to be boyish and too serious to be charming. Or maybe he simply wasn't very happy that she was here. He'd just closed the door behind her when they heard a scream. It was the first in a series that continued scream after scream after scream as he raced to the stairway door, Sarah at his heels. Someone else was behind her, but she didn't stop to see who. Fighting her skirts on the narrow staircase, she nearly fell more than once. Gratefully, she flung herself through the open door on the third floor through which Lorenzo had disappeared. Just as she'd feared, the screams were coming from Nancy's room. Lorenzo reached the doorway first, but he stopped dead. Sarah tried to see what was going on, and when he wouldn't move, she shoved him aside and pushed her way in. The screams were coming from a slender young girl who stood just inside the door, paralyzed by what she saw on the bed. She just kept screaming and screaming with each new breath until Sarah took her by the shoulders and turned her around.